0: Hello and welcome back to my uh, podcast 10 years teaching Korea stories of the adventures and misadventures. My name is Trevor McGowan and most of these are my adventures and my misadventures. This is episode three and uh, this deals with a couple of excursions or dates that I had in my first year of 1996 uh, that kind of led to I think some miscommunication and some really poor planning on my behalf. So, what I want to kind of jump into is kind of explain a little bit about clothes in Korea. And uh, one of the things about clothing in Korea, it is very tricky to find clothes to fit someone who is six foot five, which I am, and I was in 1996. And so, the clothes I brought were the clothes I had. So, I had a limited amount of clothes to work with. Now, the reason I start with that because it's really pivotal in one of my bad planning situations. Um, so, I was kind of, like I said before, I had a friend named Yogurt. Uh, She was a mysterious young lady who would pop in and out of my life. Um, And our English was good, but confusing. We seemed to not really be on the same page. So I just missed a lot of the the finer points of what we were supposed to do together. But she was a really on-time person. And I knew that I couldn't be late for her. But she was also someone who always seems to be in a hurry, always in a hurry. And she said to me, "Um, I want to take you to a music show, which is really nice. And I said, sounds great. I said, do you mean a concert? Because I wanted to get it clear that where we're going. And she said, well, it's in Seoul. It's a show. And I said, okay, sounds good. It doesn't sound like a big deal. It's just a show. I said, what show are we going to? She said, well, I have a parent of one of my students who likes music. And she gave me some tickets to a show. I said, so a show, not a concert. She goes, yeah, a show. Sounds good. Not a lot more information than that for it, but I'm up for something fun. I think this was like a Thursday or Friday night. I think it was like a Thursday night. It must have been a Thursday because I was getting off a little early. And she said, meet me at the subway station at about 6 o'clock. Sounds great. I wake up that morning getting ready for class. And it is starting to cool down a little bit in Korea around this time, but still kind of hot. Like I, I think it's about two months into my time there. So the weather's getting really nice. I have to be honest, September, October in Korea is fantastic weather. It is amazing. It's the best time. If you ever travel to Korea, September, October, start of November, go there. It's the best time to go to Korea. Uh, it starts getting get a little cold in November, definitely in the uh, Seoul area. So the weather is kind of nice. So I really couldn't blame it on the heat. I blame a lot of things on the heat. I don't think I could blame it on the heat. I wake up and I don't have It's clean, my shirt, but it's not ironed. And I don't own an iron. Now, one thing you might not know about Korea is, um, especially in 1996, things, again, might have changed. They didn't have dryers. Well, we didn't have dryers in our apartments. So what we had was a very small washing machine that would wash the clothes and then violently spin the clothes. And I mean violently, almost off its own uh, moorings, going up, spinning to kind of finish the cycle of cleaning the shirt so what that really did was gave you a a kind of a clean thank goodness for that damp shirt but a a clean damp slightly damp shirt that would dry really quickly because it's really warm in korea at this time of the year so it would dry pretty quickly so i'm grabbing some clothes it's i've had a late uh late night on wednesday we go late on those days so i sleep in and i'm probably still Trying to figure out you know get my body adjusted to the time periods and all that i'm making a lot of excuses here but i had the world's most wrinkled shirt this shirt was so wrinkled it looked like a topographical map i mean this shirt was wrinkled wrinkled to the point if you ever put something on you think i can get away with this this was not that shirt but if i was back in canada i would just take the shirt throw it in the dryer you know spin it around and dry equals clean and dry equals uh, wrinkles. Goodbye. Or I put it in my shower, let the shower run, and the steam will get it. I mean, we had some kind of lazy people way of getting the wrinkles out of a shirt because they didn't have an iron and I didn't have time and I didn't have those ways. So I am put on a wrinkled shirt that for some reason I bring with me to, to Korea. The loudest teal color shirt you could imagine. Now, teal is a popular color today. It wasn't in 1996 and I don't know where I got this really loud teal shirt, but I was okay with it. You know, it looked good. Looks good. Iron Looks good with a tie on. Somehow I thought if I put a tie on, maybe the wrinkles would go away, put a tie on. It made it look worse. Took the tie off. I went to teach. Now again, like I said, Tuesday, Thursday, are kind of my light days. I've got kindergarten kids in the morning uh they don't notice and everyone is so polite at work no one really even looks at me kind of funny so i lose that self-conscious feeling that i've got this ridiculously loud teal color wrinkled shirt so i'm working and i'm thinking to myself these wrinkles will eventually fall out they have to fall out so through the morning classes with the kids this shirt if possible was actually getting more wrinkled I was literally borderline looking like I was someone that didn't have a home to someone who stayed up all night in my clothes. And now I'm looking like maybe I need to do something about my clothes. I got, But I have no other clothes. It was my only clean shirt. I'm not going to lie. We get through lunch, afternoon classes, again, slow day. So I do my two quick classes and then I go, oh, I've got to meet yogurt. But I know she says the show. I'm thinking, well, how bad is this shirt? Now, for some reason, she was really, really, really telling me, I have to be on time. You have to be on time. And she wasn't, she didn't say that a lot. So this led me to think, I, I need to be on time. Now, I will tell you, I'm a very punctual guy, pat on my back. So I said to myself, I had a choice to make, find something else to wear, and there might not have been something back in my apartment to wear, or wear this ridiculously wrinkled keel shirt to some kind of show. I made the call. I think I'm thousands of miles from home. Who's going to see me? I'm going to wear my ridiculously wrinkled shirt and go to this show. Uh, Yoga and I have gone to a couple other like little things and she was always really great to take me to these nice little local kind of, uh, sometimes some dance uh, recitals, some little festivals. She was always taking me to places that she kind of got like tickets from her the parents that she was teaching. Now she was an English teacher that was going from home to home like home calls with English kind of thing so she had tickets to a lot of kind of fun things or oh she had ideas so show why not I can go to it wrinkles shirt probably bill most of the things we went to had 50 to 60 people there right um so I think I can get by and hopefully the lights go out nobody's going to notice because my theory of just moving around the, the wrinkles will fall out was making the wrinkles worse so she shows up, again, little frantic, says, we got to go, we got to go. We got to get the next subway train. Now, to describe Yogurt again, very conservative. Looks like she comes from 1940s. Looks like she's always going to uh, Sunday service in the 40s. Uh, this night, no exception except for a little bit fancier, just a little bit dressed up, right? So still looked really dated, but a little bit fancier. I'm like, oops, oh, she's dressing up for this. So here she is dressed up. And with the uh, wrinkle boy here, because I got wrinkles all over my shirt, uh, but she's in such a hurry. I don't think she really even notices. It's like, just let's go, go, go. One of the cream words, phrases for going quickly is "bali bali hey. So she was like, bolly, bolly, hey, bolly, bolly, hey. So we had to go. So we're on the subway. We're heading there and we're heading to Seoul, which is a treat and also can be a bit of a pain because it took about an hour by subway to get there. Lots of stops, lots of people, hot subway train. This is only making my shirt worse. I literally feel wrinkles growing on my shirt, one wrinkle at a time. I'm just looking at like a science fiction movie, like I'm turning into Wrinkle Man, right? And I'm getting a little self-conscious that my shirt is so wrinkled, but I keep telling myself, no big deal, who's gonna notice, who's gonna notice. We get out, off at a subway stop, and one thing uh, that's interesting about Korea is you could open a door, and behind it, like in a building, because there's so many buildings, and everything's just all right there. You could open a door, and it could be just a tiny little camera shop or cell phone shop, camera shop. I dated myself there, or you could open a door, and it could actually lead to a giant venue of some kind. When I we came up to this place, it look like this is a maybe a big venue this looked fancy and I went oh my goodness yogurt are you bringing me to something fancy because I am not dressed well now to my credit I had a nice pair of pants on decent pair of shoes the shirt would have worked without the wrinkles but it was wrinkle time it was wrinkleville on this shirt so now I am getting a little self-conscious and she says we have to go quickly before they come that sounds like a horror movie kind of phrase before they come before who comes, they come the singers. I'm like, why do we have to go in before the singers come? Do they, don't they have a back way to go? We go in giant hall and I'm not going to lie here. It's still one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. The place is packed. I am probably the only white guy in there, probably the only what only Canadian in there and six foot five teal shirt wrinkled like you couldn't believe. In a hall with it's in the thousands of people in tuxedos and dressed amazingly. I'm at some kind of major event and I'm thinking, is this like a classical concerto? Is this some kind of big concert? Where, what am I at? <clears throat> so I sit down. So we sit down and I get get my seat and they, they take me to the seat and this thing is getting fancier and fancier by the minute, right? And I'm sitting there and I can hear helicopters above head going I'm thinking what are those helicopters connected with I look up at the stage and there are two giant screens up there and the helicopter are making sounds on the screen but they're making sounds above so whatever is on the screen is happening here and the helicopters are doing like an aerial view of where we're at and I realize I'm at the Korean music awards. I'm at like the number one showcase for Korean artists and it's going live to all of Korea. And I'm sitting there going, oh my goodness, Yogurt, you need to explain to me where we go sometimes. This is not a show, this is the show. Now for a lot of those folks who like BTS, the band of the day in 1996 was HOT and they were coming through the red carpet the same door we went through. Here comes all the leading musical acts in South Korea in the ni- in 1996, 97, they're all going in. I'm at the Grammys of Korea in my wrinkled shirt, the boldest of more obnoxious color. You can imagine with wrinkles sitting down next to yoga going, well, for love of goodness, can I melt into this chair? Please just dim the lights. Now, I'm excited to see it, so I kind of forget that I'm wearing the world's worst shirt because I'm seeing H.O.T., I'm seeing all the other bands they are coming in, the concert's going. Not a word of a lie, and I know I say that a lot, they scan the audience. So now they're scanning the audience, people in their tuxedos, in their fancy dresses, and they hit on me. There I am sitting there, looking confused with the most wrinkled shirt known to man on me and writing underneath my name to this day i don't know what that said i couldn't read korean at the time but all i know is oh my goodness that's me the worst shirt you could ever wear the most wrinkles you could ever have in a shirt and i am now being broadcasted nationwide at the music awards and something's written underneath me i hope the goodness said why doesn't he own iron was not written underneath me But something underneath me, now I'm panicking. I'm thinking, don't come back, don't scan back. So the show is going on, they're scanning the audience. This is a giant auto. So there's really no chance they could scan me again, can they? So now I'm frantically grabbing the cuffs of my shirt and pulling them as much as I can, and pulling my shirt. I've tucked my shirt so much into my front, it's down to my kneecaps, and tuck it in the back to my back, trying to create a, a straightness. Trying to t- fight the wrinkles away. I'm pulling the wrinkles. So now it looks like I don't know how to wear a shirt. And now it looks like I am fighting with my shirt like it's a straight jacket and praying the whole time, please do not let that camera scan by me again. It'll look like I don't know how to wear a shirt. And then at one point I realized, okay, I'll take the program and put it in front of my face. And I was timing it. So just when they would scan by my section, I'd have the the uh, program in front of my face and they couldn't at least see me and just as a scan again about I'm looking above the program and there's a picture of me now looking like this man child playing peekaboo in the middle of the Korean Music Awards again with the loudest most wrinkled shirt in the history of the world and again I could just imagine what they're writing underneath it I, I kept thinking to myself just watch for at least question marks or exclamation points because people at home must be wondering who is this man who is this man who would come look like he is kind of homeless look like he's been on a bender for three days and go to the korean music awards he must be awful important to think he can pull this off or Who is this person who can't even figure out how to wear a shirt? Is this kind of some weird make a wish kind of thing for me to bring me to a concert and sit me there and say, Ooh, I get to see music. Or am I some kind of strange man child also playing peekaboo with the program? At some point, people at home must stop. Who is this person? Is he comic relief? Is he some kind of producer? Why is he there? Why is he fighting with his shirt? Why is he hiding behind the program? And why would he wear the world's most wrinkled shirt to the Korean Music Awards? So that was my first misunderstanding, excursion slash date I've ever had with Yogurt. The next one is a really interesting, cute story. Yogurt said, "Do I like sports. I always got scared when Yogurt asked me if I liked something, cause it always followed with, Going somewhere or doing something, so a lot of my time was being taken up going on these, and that's why I call it an excursion because we go somewhere, somewhere it's fun. And it got to a point that was really a lot, really time consuming. But she wanted me to go to a baseball game. Now this is a really, really sunny day, and I want to go. I, I, you know, I want to go to the baseball game, but I don't want to get a sunburn kind of thing. So we stop off at one of the um, just kind of a little little stand that's out there, and they're selling baseball hats and stuff. So i buy myself uh, a new york yankees hat kind of thing and uh i think the story i can dedicate to my uncle he's a big st louis cardinals fan so i wish i wore a st louis hat that day or at least a toronto blue jay hat but that day it was a new york yankee hat so i've got the new york yankee hat i'm sitting there at yogurt watching i think it's a high school baseball game maybe a university baseball game but it's a kind of an important game. It's not like the Korean Music Awards. So I'm not like in a concert area. <laughs> I'm in a game. So what could go wrong here? So watching the game, and if you know me, i got a very serious look on my face. So I'm just kind of very seriously watching the game. Got my New York Yankees hat, keeping the sun out of my eyes, you know, making sure uh, I'm comfortable. Don't get a sunburn. Not that I would in September, I guess. And we're we'll watching the baseball game. No problem. So this is one of those kind of excursions that Yogan and I had that didn't embarrass me with a wrinkled shirt. I wish what I wore then I wore at the concert. I would have looked much better. So I'm dressed pretty okay. Game's over. No big, my face on screen. No big embarrassment. So I'm thinking, whew, I got out of kind of a silly situation. I go to work the next day. So I am at work and I'm kind of just, you know, doing my thing and, uh, about to get ready for a class. Now, the Korean teachers that we taught with uh, did not really know what to make of us. So it took a while to kind of get close to us and took a while to have conversations. Now, they all could speak English. I think that the levels of English were all different to each teacher. So they're very kind of careful about what they said. They kept it very close to the vest kind of thing. Um, but one of the teachers came up to me and said, I didn't know you had two jobs and I'm like two jobs. What is she talking about? Now I know in Korea, you can teach at your school and then you also can on the down low, shall we say, do what we call private lessons, right? Which means you're going sometimes with, uh, with a pat in the back from your business and sometimes against the school you're working with and sneak around and work kind of under the table is something we would say here in Canada and you would teach some a private lessons, is what they would call. I'm gonna do a whole episode on private lessons and how they work. This one, I'm only two months in Korea. I'm not doing private lessons. So I do not have two jobs. The only job I have is at the school, which is keeping me pretty busy. And my second job is actually always going with yogurt somewheres. So I was like yogurt's kind of a escort to all these events uh so i definitely didn't have two jobs but the uh one of the co-teachers first time she ever talked to me um she said i didn't know you had two jobs i'm like no 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 i don't do private lessons i said you know two months in i wasn't gonna you know admit to it if i did and i actually wasn't and she said no no don't you work for the new york yankees i said work for the new york yankees what are you talking about She said, I was watching the sports news last night in Korea, and they were scanning the uh, baseball game, and they put it on you, and they said, you must have been a scout for the New York Yankees, and they were trying to figure out which player you were looking at, so I'm now terrified of what I was mistaken for at the music award, because right now, I have now just been mistaken for a scout for the New York Yankees. And they're thinking I'm looking at some poor high school pitcher, Thinks the Yankees have sent somebody to go watch him pitch. And the Yankees sent no one. There's just me, this Eastern Canadian uh, guy from Nova Scotia teaching for two months who just happened to buy a New York Yankee hat. I mean, thank goodness I didn't buy a hat from a team they didn't know. They'd be totally confused while I was there. So for some reason, if 1996, if you have a Yankee hat, and you look really serious at a baseball game, they think you're a scout for a professional team. This all happened in a matter of a month. I always wonder if some eagle eye kind of TV person who watches a lot of TV and creators trying to piece together, who is this white guy who's wearing this wrinkled T-shirt, that wrinkled teal shirt, shall I say, at the music awards, maybe some really strange music producer, But he also is a baseball scout for the New York Yankees, and he's doing both these things. They must think I must be the most hardest working person in the world, because that would give me a couple of jobs. Music producer, baseball scout, English teacher. I am only one of those three things. But I found it really funny that I kept following the situations where I was being shown on national TV, being recognized for something that I am not. So if you ever get footage of any kind of thing to show some guy in a wrinkled teal shirt in the 90s and a screen right underneath it, please send me a message to say, what were they saying? Now, I pro- they probably were just kind of saying what the next act was going to be or maybe there was an ad of some kind. But this shirt was so wrinkled, I thought there was no way that they were going to miss it or at least not mention it in the thing. So these were two of the kind of fun excursions that I went on with yogurt that I, I really enjoy. I had fun with being mistaken for things that I wasn't. Um, so it led me to actually want to do some some TV and things like that in, in Korea. So on um, one of my next episodes, I will talk about my very, very short-lived TV um, career. It lasted all of three episodes, and for some reason, I could not complete one line and we'll get into that later so thank you again for listening to my third episode Uh, i'll probably be making one later next week so sit back and enjoy this one and thank you very much